Part two of my conversation with my mom, Cindy Melcher, is brought to you by Fort Max CrossFit and FortMaxCrossFit.com. Check out their website for any information you want to know about what the services they have to offer. Uh, thanks, as always, to them for, for allowing me to use their space. Uh, part two, guys. This is a continuation of the conversation I had uh, I had with my mom. Uh, again, we get into her alcoholism, her my brother and his uh, addictions, uh, my dad having to deal with everything. Uh, but it, it, this one's a little a little more heavy, but it's not. I mean, nothing you've probably never heard before, especially on here. So, uh, thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. Uh, and here is the rest of my conversation with my mom. We're at that point then like so I, obviously at some point you were like all right well i'm not gonna drink i couldn't yeah. because i'm pregnant right but where did that like pick up again then because you obviously you know you've discussed being an alcoholic before mm-hmm. but where where did that like start again yeah um it was actually towards the end of nursing school and i'd already had her um <clears throat> did, and did that play in, into your decision to not nurse too or you didn't even think about that part no that? i okay. didn't Mm-mm. Because I wasn't drinking, and it was easy not to. I, yeah. the, my brain hadn't become alcoholic yet, I guess. Okay. It hadn't, that switch hadn't turned on yet. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I remember, so I'm studying really hard, and I'm tired, but, uh, you know, I'm getting at your dad's, and I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail nursing school. And I'm like, I can't. Yeah. And my, and my um, instructor said, Cindy, I don't know what's going on. You answer all the questions. I mean, because I did, because I was already in, you know, I was an LPN. So it wasn't, it was, excuse me, I was in that fast track LPN to RN program. And so, um, so she said, I would answer all the questions when she would tell me, but I would bomb the test. Yeah. I had, I started to have really bad test anxiety. And like, and it was the, those, and then multiple choice. So they all sounded the same. And then um, every time somebody would get up and they would be done, I'm like, huh, I'm on oh, only, yeah. only on question 20 and yeah. they're already done. And I'd get all nervous and I was going to fail. So <clears throat> I, and I tried a trick that somebody told me, they said, cover all the answers. And when you have the answer in your head, then it'll, it'll, it'll show up, yeah. you know, in those. So that worked for a little bit. And then, um, so then one day she says, you're just really nervous. Maybe you should take something to take the edge off. Drink some wine, you know? And I'm like, I wanted to try anything, right? So I, um, so we didn't have wine in the house, but we had beer, you know? So I drank a beer on the way to school that morning, the next morning. Cause she said, you have to get, I had to get, she goes, you have to get 90 or above. Otherwise you're going to fail this course. Yeah. I'm like, you know? I was never an A student, you know, school was always hard, so I, um, so I took, a, you know, so I, here, I'm drinking on the way to work, you know, and what do I do for a living, the DIP program, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking on the way to school, I got a 98% on that test, yeah. so I'm like, ooh, if that can happen. This is the way to go. Yeah, <laughs> liquid gold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just, it just like, all of a sudden, something switched, and I could study better i could do the housework better i was a better you know baseball mom yeah. uh and so so i talk about you know my drinking career was 10 you know i st- from was 10 years from 32 to 42 yeah so um <clears throat> yeah so um, so okay um so when when you had martina where were you at in this so when I had Martina, yeah, eight years younger. Than so me. I was still I was drinking, once again, 
she was a surprise. And I don't know. I, you told us different stories before. What was that? You would always tell us that you planned to have oh, her. Oh, I kind of wanted to. Yeah. 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 So I kind of wasn't, wasn't like um, uh, drinking yeah. because I kind of wanted to. Yeah. Yes. And then I did. Because I guess what you can say is because I did have, I, I had a miscarriage. Okay. Yeah. So that one was not planned. So the miscarriage was not planned. Um, uh, so when I was pregnant and I got a miscarriage, I already had it in my mind that I wanted to have uh, a baby. Oh, okay. So, so that's why then she became planned. Yeah. You know, because I didn't take anything anymore. Yeah. And, I mean, your dad didn't want to, but I didn't, I yeah. didn't take anything anymore because he goes, well, I go, well, we already planned on having this baby, so why not, right? So, <clears throat> um, and maybe the miscarriage was because I was drinking so much yeah you know so yeah so then I didn't and it was you know it was real easy for me not to you know when I was pregnant with her and you know and I nursed her and everything so so then as soon as I decided I was gonna uh, stop nursing you just started drinking again right yeah that's so crazy yeah yeah because you can go however I mean at least nine months and then some more maybe Mm -hmm. another year or something I don't know but yeah and I don't know if it's the the mom in me that stopped it, and then afterwards it doesn't yeah. work anymore, you know, because I need it. And by that time, you know, I mean, by the time I got done drinking, when I was, you know, I was drinking two fifths a day really? plus beer. Wow, you know, that's so. a, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, and then to be able to like Function. because because as a kid, like. You know, I didn't even notice anything. Yeah. You know, and maybe it's for me because I'm because I was a kid and mm-hmm. you were drinking. You you started drinking when I was little, so it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, this is just this is how I am. How, yeah, yeah. So you don't pay attention to it. Right. You know? Obviously, the only time you would pay, I would pay attention to, it is when you got in trouble and you weren't around or when right. you, you know got a DUI or went away. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that was I only I should have had many DUIs, and I tell everybody. I mean, usually, uh, I go like, you're here, and you got caught. But how many times did you did you drive? Yeah. You know before you got caught, and I should have had many, but I only got one. Well, that and <clears> was, <throat> was there times where someone was like, "Hey, just have someone come pick you up." Did you ever have that happen to you, where like you did get pulled over, or someone just said, "You know"? No, I no. mean, because I mean, I would get pulled. I mean, and like I would, I, my reaction time, of course, is slower because I'm drinking. Yeah, and I would tap people in the back, and they were always like, "Oh, it's okay," you know, <laughs> we don't have to call anybody. Oh my god! Yeah. You know, and I'd come home and I'd tell your dad. And one thing he goes, you know what? You stop hitting people in the back when you stop drinking. And I'm like, imagine that. <laughs> but, yeah, so um, they just didn't think that, no, I'm not yeah. drunk. And so, yeah. And um, <clears throat> do, do you have anything? I know people don't like, like, well, my drinking, I blame my drinking on this or whatever. Because, it's. I mean, that's your thing. You, mm-hmm. you take ownership of that. But is there things that in your mind you're like, this played into me drinking or is it just something you started and just never? Well, at first I used to, and I think it was more of an excuse for it, you know, cause, um, if you would have heard like my first lead when I talked about my story, I blame my parents on a lot of it because yeah. of my childhood. But then it's like, I had to forgive them in order to heal, mm-hmm. you know, they did the best they could. I remember my dad said he got beat all the time. He was fine. And yeah. I, are you fine? Yeah. <laughs> really? Look at us. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, um, and I used to do that and, and um, say that, you know, woe is me type of thing. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm the one, you know, it happened. And yeah, and it is a disease because, I mean, it is a disease. 
um, because my brain thinks differently, yeah. you know, so, um, <clears throat> so, but I can, it's not something that I can cut out like cancer, yeah. you know, and it's always going to be there, but there are tools that I can do to help fix it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and there's, you know, because there's a difference with art, with the addict. And, and I say I'm an addict because my, my drug of choice is alcohol, you yeah. know. So I'm, that's what I'm addicted to. So, but like, I, I and it kind of came back and I was seeing this therapist and I remembered because when I, you know, got remarried with your dad and dad and Martina are going to live with me and I started seeing all these alcohol commercials, mm-hmm. like, like I would notice the little the glass and the liquor and the and the the ice cubes and you know just and I'm like, were all these commercials always here? Yeah. You know, because I never noticed them before. Because when I was living with Stacy, we didn't talk about drinking or anything, right? And the therapist said it's because there are two people in your house now that drink, and your brain knows that. Mm-hmm. And you know, she goes, so that's why the alcohol is in the basement. Yeah. So you know. Um, cause she said, if it would be in the fridge, every time you open it, you'd see it. And one day you're going to pick it up yeah. and you're not even going to be aware of it. So hmm. do I want to drink now? Every now and then I think about it. I mean, at some point in every single day, there's a time when I'm like, Oh, that looks good. Oh, I wish I could do that. But it, it, it comes and goes that quick, yeah. you know, but every day, really, you know, yeah. Yeah, I remember when you first <clears throat> when you first got sober, and and it was one of those things like, well, can I like have this around you, or can I do this? Mm-hmm. You know, it's I always felt bad, yeah, because like, I should, like I feel like I shouldn't, not that I shouldn't be drinking, but right. I shouldn't be in front of me, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's the thing too. I mean, it's not like it's not illegal; it's everywhere, yeah, you yeah. know. So, but. Yeah, and your dad will ask me, is it okay if I have a beer, you know, before dinner? And I think I've only told him no once, you know, because I was feeling a little bit jiggity. Yeah. But um, for the most part, you know, I don't. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, but like, it, you know, your brain plays tricks on you all the time. I remember, because when we moved to Perrysburg, nobody, none of the places here, I never drank in Perrysburg. Yeah. So I remember, and... Um, when we, I used to drink, we'd always go to Amigos yep. and my, uh, thing there at Margarita, no ice, no salt for me and salt for your dad. Right. And one time we went to El Vaquero to eat and they sat us down and we both went to the bathroom. And then when we came back and sat down, there were two drinks, one salted, one unsalted. Oh, really? And sitting at the table. And I was probably what? Three years sober, maybe or something. And, um, I looked at it and I told dad, I go, it's a God thing. I'm supposed to drink it. <laughs> and he goes, I go, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but sometimes I think, what if I would have been by myself or with somebody else who didn't really know I was an alcoholic? Yeah. Would I have drank it? Yeah. I, you know, hopefully I wouldn't, you know, because it's very important to me because I know I'll keep, I won't, I'll keep, I'll go right back to two fists in a minute, yeah. you know? So, but yeah. Where do those drinks come from? So she, she, um, she said, oh, I thought that's what you ordered. I'm like, we didn't order these. Uh, you know, so your dad drank them both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just helping you out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, oh, so. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I remember as a kid, uh, we've talked about this before, but I remember as a kid, like, when you guys, you guys used to party quite a bit, I remember. And and then as I got older, I'm like, oh, that's why I went to Grandma and Grandpa's <clears throat> so often. They, were, they probably were partying a lot, yeah. you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. And as we got older, you know, sometimes we'd be there. Uh, I tell the story about when when Miller Lite had 
the football teams underneath the caps right. of the glass bottles. Like I would, <clears throat> I was just opening them and handing them to everybody because I wanted to collect all these caps. You yeah. Know? And, and as a kid, you're just like, well, this is just what parents do. They just party and have fun. And, mm-hmm. and even now, like I don't remember specific, you know, um, specific times where I went somewhere. I was like, oh, they don't do this or uh-huh. whatever, you know, because yeah. it's not like. It's not like kids are around when parents are having parties. At, right. You know, other parents. Other right? parents. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Because yeah. they're not. And and I talk about that, too. I say, you know, I go, that is not normal, yeah. <laughs> you know, for your boys to be the bartenders. Yeah. <laughs> it's just what we did, right? Right. You know? Yeah. So it's yeah. just what we're used to. Uh, I, I, um, I don't remember ever because... Well, I know dad, like dad's thing was obviously was always to take care of you. Mm-hmm. When you first started drinking, like what, where was dad at? Like what, where was he at like mentally at this point? Because like it, there isn't a time where like you start drinking and he immediately has to take care of you. Mm-mm. You know, there may be times where you drink too much <clears throat> and he had to like help you with the car. Right. Or right. But we were drinking buddies. Yeah. Yeah. So he, I mean, we, he probably drank as much as I did, but when it was time to stop, he stopped, yeah. you know? So, um, and that was one thing too, like he lost his drinking buddy. You know, um, <clears throat> so yeah, it wasn't until I started getting in trouble, you know, and getting in trouble with blackouts. Um, cause I tell, I go, but the, I always tell everybody, but the judges don't care if you don't remember, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, and that's when it, it turned and he started, you know, then, then we make our family sick, you know, then all his apples were in my basket yeah. and he was busy, you know, he didn't want anybody to know what I was doing. Yeah. So he was, you know, so. Um, that was his job. That was his job. Yeah. You know, so, um, and, and, and I think I, I was able, to, I mean, he saw what I grew up with. So to him, it made sense that I drank because of my, of my upbringing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it so. gave him like a reason for you. <clears throat> yeah. So that. I, that wasn't like, you know, a bad person or something. I yeah. had a reason for it. Yeah. yeah. Were, were there, cause <clears throat> I know one time you, I remember you going to prison. Were there other times where you like, would get in trouble for little things, or was that like the main? The that main was the time? main thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was the main thing. Um, I I would get in trouble, but I might, and I don't. I might have spent a day in jail one time. Yeah, you know, but yeah, that was the main thing. You, and then we always had a nice attorney. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I remember when I needed him. <laughs> I needed him for something I got in trouble with, and we went to, <clears throat> we went to the court in Toledo. And he's like, all right, come with me. And we walk in the, the courtroom and there's something going on, like an actual like case. Who knows? Some little thing maybe. Mm-hmm. And as people are talking, walks he walks right up to the judge and talks to him, whatever, hands on paper. And then the judge tells the people who are currently in court, it's like, all right, well, we got to take care of this. You guys take a break for a minute. Yeah. I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> but he just like walked right up there. Right. That's him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is a good feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you do pay for it. Oh, I'm sure. I, yeah. I remember... Um, uh, Kendra, remember Kendra? Yeah, yeah. She said, "Well, she goes, what is Jerry gonna do? How is Jerry gonna pay for his house since you don't get in trouble anymore?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was and, it was yeah. uh, quite a sight to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but and, <laughs> but he was also um, he was concerned. He, I mean, I have his cell phone number. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was concerned for me, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff. And I remember one time I was sitting in the court, uh, I went with the sponsee and he walked in, I go, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, okay. <laughs> but yeah. So <clears throat> as you're, as you're, um, 
obviously you're you're drinking and and you have little kids. Do you do you notice? Do you ever notice like when Buddy starts getting involved in all this stuff? Um, I didn't notice when he was little. Apparently, he started like at thirteen. Yeah. You know, I mean, he started pretty young, and um, I I just know I just knew he was always getting in trouble, and I didn't really notice. Yeah. Um, him being on drugs, yeah. probably because I was drunk, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. so, um, yeah. I remember, I yeah, I remember he, and he was, oh, gosh, it, it must have been close <clears throat> to us moving to Parisburg because I think I was in junior high, mm-hmm. and I remember he'd always take your car, and he's like, Lorenzo, I'm going to drive by every once in a while when, if mom and dad wake up, just turn the front light on or, or porch <laughs> really? light on. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so he would like he. Yeah. I would notice him drive by because I was so nervous, like I couldn't do anything. <laughs> oh, so my whole my my <laughs> my whole purpose was to listen to see if you guys got up, and then to see and then to turn the light on so he knew to bring the car back. And I remember one time, I was out in the garage, and Dad came out and the car was gone, and I had an umbrella. And I opened the umbrella so he couldn't see, like, in the driveway. And oh. it worked. Like, he did not see the car. Oh, I, my God. Lorenzo, you're such a good brother. So I had this umbrella. I opened it. And I was just talking to Dad or whatever. Uh-huh. And then he went back in the house. And I flipped that light on. And <laughs> <laughs> but every time he would ask me to do that, I was so nervous. Oh because my. I didn't know what was going to happen. Well, I thought I would get in trouble. Right. So I was nervous. I didn't want to get in trouble. Right. Yeah. It's It was. And then, like. I mean, you guys were never like super mean to us, like mm-hmm. so. There was no reason for us to like get so Think scared. That, right. Where like, yes, you were gonna get mad, right? But uh, and even for Buddy, because I remember the one time Buddy took the car and then ran from the police mm-hmm. and then flipped the car three times, hit a tree, and he was fine. And he told the police officer, "Like, just take me to jail. I don't want right. to go home." Yeah. You know. But even then, like, <clears throat> it's not like you anybody was gonna get hit or anything, right? You know, that right. never happened. So, right. like, uh, but uh, yeah, I just remember those times, like. Like he always he'd always involve me just enough where I guess he could involve me a tiny amount and I still would have felt like yeah, I was in trouble. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think it was a, the fear of because we didn't beat you or anything, but you just didn't want to disappoint us. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, that particular time, um, your dad said, Call your mom. He's not coming home. Oh really? And that's when and mom met us at the hospital. Uh, <clears throat> and she took him that night and then um he said, "No, that wasn't the, that wasn't the night we kicked him out because I don't know if that came before the because like I said I was drinking so I was working in Waterville and I remember I came out of work because I I went to work and you know I worked six a to six p most of the time so at that it was winter time so it was dark both times yeah so I go to work and then I came out and I went to I was at a carryout in Waterville. I always bought a six pack and I drank it on my way home. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I buy it. And when I come out, I notice that my front light is is broken. So and, and I noticed when I was, you know how if that light is, is not working, your turn signal flicks faster. a lot faster. Yeah. yeah. And I had noticed that on my way to work, but I didn't think anything of it. And so then I come out and then so then I tell the 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 attendant, I'm like, somebody hit my car, you know. So we both go out there, the police come, and then police are saying, there's no glass here. Yeah, you know, yeah. I go, well, then it happened at work. So they follow me to work, and there's no glass where I parked. And, they, and they're, like, looking at me like I'm stupid. It's like, I go, okay, well, you know. So I get home, and I tell your dad about it, and then he asks Buddy. And, you know, Buddy did it. Yeah. And Buddy says, no, 
And then I go, he goes, well, one of you two did it. Yeah, yeah. And whoever did it is out of here. Oh, really? Yeah. So he was, he was not in a good mood that night. And I said, okay, well, I guess I did it. I'll yeah, leave. Yeah. And then Buddy said, no, I did it. Yeah, yeah. And so Dad made he said, get out. Yeah. And he started walking down the road. Yeah. And he called Grandma. He yeah. found a phone somewhere, and he called Grandma. And Grandma picked him up, and she set him up in an apartment <laughs> with designer sheets. <laughs> and he started selling drugs out of that apartment. Oh, my gosh. And I told Mom, I go, I, that's when I, that's, that's, the only time I got so angry with her because yeah. I'm like, Mom, this is our son. You can't enable him. Yeah. You know, I mean, she was a big enabler for me, you know, yeah. and I said, you can't enable him. We, we kicked him out hoping that he's going to have it bad out here yeah. and he's going to want to come back and obey us. But he's not if you, you know, take care of him. Or at the very least, like pick him up. Sure. Pick him up to just take him to your house. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. No. He had a little apartment over there by uh, the medical college. Yeah. He showed me one time. You know, goes, yeah, that's where I was living. <laughs> and I guess he just got tired. Yeah, he got tired of having to do that. You know, to continue to sell drugs to make money to eat. You yeah, know. Yeah. And then one time, him and him and Andy came over to the house, and he apologized. And then later on, he's like, both of them were higher than a kite. And I didn't realize they it. Apologized? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he told me that they had both been smoking all day. Yeah. He goes, I think that's why we I came back because I was tired and I wanted to, to go home, you know. Yeah. And he just left the apartment, left everything there. <laughs> I mean, he didn't pay for yeah. it, no, right? He care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. But mom would always get mad at me when I, you know, get mad at him or wouldn't let him yeah. stay. Well, she was he was his her favorite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was telling him that. I was like, yeah. Everybody knew it. Nobody yeah. really cared, you know, that he was her favorite. He would always make her laugh. They'd watch those thriller movies. Oh, my those God. Those bloody yeah. movies. Yeah. And they'd be laughing. He'd be scaring her. and She loved it, you know. <clears throat> yeah. You know, he was, he, he, I can't imagine, like, what how dad was because of both of you going, like, being addicts at the same time, mm-hmm. like, doing all this stuff. Like, right. I mean, I was just a brother and, and a son, like, just seeing this from not getting hardly any details because I didn't need any details. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, there was just time. I remember one time Buddy came home. He had gotten to a, he got beat up and he was oh, like yeah. all bloody. And, mm-hmm. and I was by myself or mm-hmm. it might have been me and, and maybe <clears throat> Misty or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but he just walks in and he's all bloody. And I'm like, do, you, do I got to call the police? What's going on? He's like, no, I'm fine. And then he just went went to sleep or something, you know. Mm-hmm. But like just having to deal with all that or, you know, Understanding like some of his friends and who he hung out with as, as I got older, like right. oh man, this is this is all right. And you know he's and he to his credit, he never like said, "Hey, Lorna, you should do this or you mm-hmm. should do, you know try this or that or whatever." Mm-hmm. Like there was only one time, and I might even ask him, but there was only one time I remember where I got high with him. You mm-hmm. know, I, I smoked in Dad's truck, uh, but that's the only time that when I was younger that mm-hmm. that, that that happened. But he never like peer, tried to peer pressure me into doing any of that stuff. Mm. And yeah. I think, like, like I don't know if that was just because I was his younger brother and he didn't want me to do any of that stuff. And right. he saw, like, where where things were headed for him and, right. or what. But I always think about that. Yeah. 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 Because it's, it's like, <clears throat> most people would do that right. kind of stuff, right? Right. Yeah. I remember he was, because he was 18, so he wasn't a juvenile anymore. And when um, they had some, he was at a party and some guy 
jumped on his car and he was like swerving. So that meant he used his car as a weapon Uh. and they charged him with like felonious assault. And so we went and Jerry, (laughs) you know, he said he could, he could bring it down to misdemeanor so he wouldn't have a felony, but he had to do like nine months there in um, Bowling Green at the jail there. And so we said, yeah, do that. Yeah. Um, he was so mad at us. He yeah. turned around and he was growling and he was so angry because we did that. We made that deal. Yeah. And But then afterwards I said, see, I go, because he wouldn't have been able to be a, a, a nursing assistant yeah. with a felony, you know, because we, I mean, he, you know, your dad knew from me. It's like, if you know, they follow you forever. Yeah. You can't, you know. So, yeah, so he... But one time he did say, he goes, you know, I was really mad at you, but yeah, you made the right call. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, but that was really, you know, I mean, he didn't, he didn't, he ran around with the really bad people, you know. He never got in trouble enough to be like, Mm -mm. you know, to say, obviously there was a problem, but he never got himself in trouble where like he would get locked up or Mm -hmm. or anything else. No, that was the only time. I think you were away longer than he ever was. Yeah, yeah. And that was the only time, you know, that he that he did that. But but then it wouldn't have happened, you yeah. know, if we wouldn't have done it. So, yeah. but yeah, he never. <clears throat> that was my fear that he was going to be somewhere and he was going to die, and I wouldn't know yeah. where he was. Yeah, you know. So I was. I mean, because he always contacted me somehow, you know, every other day at least, if yeah. not every day, something, you yeah. know. So, I mean, I was grateful that he was in town when it happened. You yeah. know. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and, and um, I, I would just mention it like you always you you are prepared because of what his lifestyle, and so you get prepared. But I mean, no one's ever fully prepared for right. that kind of stuff. And I remember you calling. Um, it was probably like three in the morning or something when you called, and uh, I didn't I didn't realize you guys were downstairs at the house. And for a little bit, because I just woke up, mm-hmm. so then Andrea called her mom. She's like. To say, hey, you know, can you come over and watch the kids? You know, be here with the kids. And then I found out, like, you guys are downstairs. And, um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it sucked. But part of it is you're just like waiting for it to happen. And then, and then you feel like, not like good about it, obviously, but it's just like you're, you can, okay, you can like rest or whatever. I think you even said that, right? Yeah. 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 I don't remember. I, you know, when he called, when his friend called, he said they're working on him, you know, and, I woke Dad up, <clears throat> and then Martine and Haley were there, right? So we all go over there, and I just – sometimes I think about because they didn't let me see him. Uh-huh. You know, there's probably a reason. He probably didn't look very good, yeah. and I would have to remember that. Yeah. So that's probably – you know, I always think about that because they're like, no, you don't want to go up there, yeah. you know. And so um, because I saw – what's his name? His Josh. Josh. Yeah. I saw Josh talking to the police. And then, um, like, nobody, I said, nobody's bringing Buddy out. What's going on? You know, are they working on him? What's going on? You know, and I was just like, and then one of the paramedics comes out, and Haley and Martina went over there, and their heads are down, you know, and I'm like, so then we were there for a while. I I felt like my legs went from underneath me, like I was going to fall. I think Martina caught me. And then, you know. It was it. You know, I called my sponsor, told her about it, you know, before we even left there when we got in the car. And then that's when we drove over to your house. Yeah. 
And I don't remember when we called Misty sometime during the night. Yeah. I, uh, I, I always talk about, <clears throat> talk about buddy when, whenever, I don't know, whenever we talk about drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Right. And, uh, and we were, my boss, my supervisor took me and the other supervisor <clears throat> out for, um, lunch and we were, we were kind of getting to know, know him. He was, he's a new supervisor, but he's been with the match parks for a while, but mm-hmm. he's new. And so we were, we were all talking about our families and stuff. And uh, so I told him about my brother and told him about buddy. And, and then like, uh, it, when we were walking out, I was like, I was like, Hey Zach, I was like, do you guys, do you want to compare older brothers? <laughs> and then he was like, Oh, come on, man. I go, we'll start. I'll start. Is yours alive? Oh, <laughs> and he's like, come on. <laughs> okay. I win. <laughs> <laughs> my, my boss was shaking his head and laughing. But I told him, I was like, I was like, I was like, it's weird, like, <clears throat> how you, you never know how you're going to cope with that kind of stuff. And right. then, you know, and then I told him how I was like, I walked in around uh, Halloween and both my brother and my grandma had <laughs> costumes on their urns. <laughs> I'm like, mom, what's happening here? I tell everybody about that. I go, yeah. I said, and buddy probably hates it, but mama likes it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You cope with it how you do, right? Yeah, yeah. Or like, um, <clears throat> he always used to give uh, anybody my phone number for, like, reference. And then he called. Yeah. He go, Mom, say you're Cindy Gonzalez. <laughs> and I'd always tell him yes, but they never called me, you yeah, know? Yeah, Cause, yeah. And I wasn't going to lie when they did call. But I And, and I always thought to myself, I'm going to have to tell him not to ha- hire him because... Yeah. <laughs> He will do drugs. He's going to make me look bad as a reference. <laughs> yeah. <here>. So, <laughs> so they never call me, but he'd always say, say you're Cindy Gonzalez. Okay. Okay, buddy. And, <clears throat> or like when he'd get a loan or something, my phone number, right? So, yeah. so he's, you know, owing money and, and they caught the one time and they haven't called since because they caught me at a bad day and I answered the uh, phone and then they're asking for, you know, Crescencio Melcher. I said, he's dead. Oh, sorry, ma'am. Okay, we'll take it out, him out of our system. All right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, buddy, got to kick out of that one. Jeez. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was, uh, uh, obviously, he was a really good brother. And, and you know, he's, the, his only downfall was that, but mm-hmm. he still made a point, you know, to, like you said, to call you or to be in contact and, you know, to... There was a few times we were upset because he missed holidays or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, because he was off doing drugs. But he he was always around when you needed him to be around mm-hmm. uh, and to help with whatever. He might not always be there one hundred percent, you know, right in his in his mind there, right. But uh, <clears throat> you know that, and that's what was tough for me. Is like I was like, man, you can do all these things and be okay for like six months, and then like, why can't you just be that way for longer? Like, right. why is it? Why do you have to go back to that? You right. Know, you, you get all these opportunities, and there was no one. <clears throat> there was no one that had more opportunities ever than Buddy. Right. Like he, and partly, and most of it was because of him. Like he's right. a hard worker, and he, mm-hmm. as a, he's a smooth talker. Yes. And he can, you know, talk his way out of anything or into stuff. And, right. You know, I was like, man, just harness that for right. something. Right? I mean, he got a job at Ohio State. Yeah, Come on. <laughs> And then right away, I was like, oh, yeah, we want you to, we're going to, you're good. We're going to, we want you to do this and put you through school for this and that and this, you know, all this yeah. stuff. And I was like, man, like how? <laughs> He's there for, and then he went, uh, so I sent him money to get some clothes, you know, and stuff. And then like three days later, I walked out. <laughs> like, I told you, I told you not to take it, that they were going to want a budget and they were going to, you're a supervisor. You got to know these things. Yeah. And he's like. Mom, I go, what happened? He goes, they just kept coming at me. I just got in my car and left. 
Can you imagine <laughs> being a worker and see your supervisor just be like, yeah. I'm off. See you. Bye. <laughs> oh, my and I remember telling him, and don't put it on Facebook, whatever you do. Sure enough, guess where I'm working? <laughs> Three days later, he's walking off. <laughs> but he's like a he's like a crow. Like every he likes to have all the shiny stuff. Yeah, all the yeah, shiny stuff. Give, yeah. Look at me. You yeah. Know? Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But and he knew where. You know. He. That's why. You know that when he was there at the end, he's like, I I can't I can't live life without it. Yeah. And, yeah. and there's a video that I show people because it is something with your you know with your brain and. Like, and the, and it's kind of funny, but it, it's so true because it's like, it talks about like the addict, if you put, you know, whatever their drug of choice is, is right there, right? And somebody's pointing a gun at you. If you take it, I'm going to kill you, you know? And he goes, and the addict's brain is thinking, can I, can I take that and put it in my system before the bullet kills yeah. me? You know, yeah. they're not thinking they're going to die. They're like, I want to have that. I want to have that. Maybe I can feel high yeah. for a second mm -hmm. before I die, you know. And so that's the brain, yeah. and you know, and he couldn't, he couldn't. Yeah. And um, but good things have happened. I, I think I told, did I tell you? Because um, you know, one thing was he didn't. Whenever he got to those recovery houses, he didn't want to have to start over because he's got a big ego. And by, and by start over, you mean like like what do you mean? <clears throat> because start at the beginning like you're on 30 day restrictions you have to go to five meetings a week oh, you okay, have okay. to you know they don't give you a lot of they have you contained and um he already knew all that stuff yeah obviously and i always tell obviously not because yeah, you keep on doing enough. drugs yeah. <laughs> but he <clears throat> so he could do all that in fact they would always offer him jobs he did it so well yeah so um when I went to that organization that I joined that night in vain, um, the I went to a g gathering they had, and the guy that was the um, caterer said, "He's you know because we take pictures of our loved ones," and and he said, "Your son called me, your son called me, and he was gonna he and because I run a recovery house, he called me the last week he was alive. He called me, and I told him you know he would have to start over, and he was he was giving me the reasons why not, you yeah. know. And he goes, and you know what, we couldn't give it to him, but we do it now. Oh, so that's cool, you yeah. know. He said we have there's some kind of um." A screening that they do and see where the guy is at, and then they put place him accordingly. Yeah. So, you know, he goes. So I'm I'm sad I couldn't do it for him, but we are doing it now. I'm like, well, thank you. You know, that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, he couldn't get out of his own way. He's got too too much ego. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he even said from jump. He goes, I'm never gonna have kids. I'm too I'm too selfish. <laughs> There's got to be a buddy around there, uh, out there somewhere, so? right? Oh, somewhere. <laughs> he was too out there to I, not. Be. I know. I go, but he, I'm sure you didn't take care of yourself all the time, yeah. you know, because he's like, no, mom, I do. I'm like, okay. I don't know. I, don't know. I know, right? <laughs> One day somebody's going to come and say, hey, I'm your grandson. He's going to look just like him. Yeah. Your dad says I watch too much Lifetime because yeah. I always talk. Well, maybe one day somebody will come in and say that. You know, can we put it on Facebook? Please. Anybody look like this guy? Come and see me. <laughs> oh, but then we did find that guy. Our yeah. new family, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, that's um, I do want to go back real quick because we keep mentioning, and I'm sure there's people like, why aren't you talking about it? We keep mentioning you going to prison. Uh huh. Um, Nobody asked. But I, I. <laughs> 
I want to I want to go through why what happened there and why that happened. Okay. Yeah. So uh, so you this was I think I was in college because I remember using the your you being gone as an excuse to get out of something. Oh, so, okay. Uh, but, yeah. Um so I went in front of Judge Ruth Ann Franks and everybody knows her. Why don't you say her name? People go <gasps> like the, you know. Um but anyway, so and at that time I wasn't re- ready to say I had a problem, yeah. you know, and I didn't tell Jerry I had a problem. Yeah. I didn't tell Jerry that I drank too much. I did say I didn't remember doing what I did because I didn't. I was in a blackout. I was in a blackout. I bought a diamond bracelet at the mall on camera, and I even bought the guarantee, <laughs> the warranty. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, <clears throat> with a credit card that belonged to somebody else. Oh, you know? okay, okay. So that's what it was. Yeah. So I'm on camera, and so then I got fired from my job because I'm on camera, yeah. <laughs> and they know it was me, right? Yeah. And I'm, I didn't remember. And I would do that. I would find things in the car, find things in the house. I wouldn't know how they got there. Yeah. So, and you know what? To, for that, that is so not me. Like, I take change back to the store. Yeah. I, if I, if I forget to scan the water on my cart and I go to my car, I take it back, you know. I remember one, one Christmas, we were shopping at Kohl's, and I put a watch on my, I showed it to Dad. You yeah. know, I'm like, I think I'm going to get this watch. What do you think? And so he goes, yeah. So we get home, and it's on my wrist, and I didn't pay for oh. it. And I instantly start sweating. Yeah. So I wanted to hurry up and go back, and Dad's like, they're closed. So I went back the next day to the service counter and I'm like, showed her the watch. She goes, Oh, is something wrong with it? I'm like, no. She goes, Oh, you returning it? No, I want to pay for it. She goes, what? I go, I took it home last night and I didn't pay for it. She goes, nobody does that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I do, you know? So it was not in my nature to do that. So I was this other person. So anyway, she asked if I have a drug or alcohol problem. And I said, no, and then she said, well, then you must just be a thief. Mm. I'm, I'm going to send you to prison. And so, but she did say, I need to make an example out of her. She's a nurse. She's not supposed to be taken from people. And But in 30 days, file the papers to get her out. Because it was an 18-month sentence. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and so that particular year, then I spent, Chris, or spent thanks. And, and he even asked. See, I mean, she knows Jerry, too, but some things she won't budge. You know, he goes, can she go home and get her affairs in order? And she said, nope. Oh, really? Yeah. So that year, I spent Thanksgiving at Toledo, um, Christmas at Marysville, and New Year's at Cleveland pre-release. So, and but I have a lot of um, names, addresses, stories. I mean, and I and my friend, uh, a friend of mine, because I I tell her it was like a vacation yeah. because my life was unmanageable. Mm-hmm. I was drinking too much, and I thought, and I was on on pills to wake up, on pills to go to sleep. You know, I, the doctor had he gave me whatever I wanted, and so I thought, how am I gonna survive? Yeah. And I did. I didn't have any of that, and I think it's because I can do what you tell me to do. Wake up when you tell me to wake up make my bed right, do whatever, you know. And because I was educated in Marysville, they um, <clears throat> they give you a test. And the one, you know, the CEO is like, oh, Melcher, you are smart, aren't you? <laughs> I'm like, I told you, yeah. you know. So I got really good jobs, and I was able to walk everywhere, you know. And um, 
And I remember, I mean, but I was with, with like women that were doing their time for their man because they were drug dealers and they had to keep going to work. So they had to do their time. Um, I mean, this one woman walked in and they're like, hey, you know, all the CEOs knew her. I'm like, I remember asking my bunkie, I'm like, she goes, yeah, she, she usually sleeps her time away because my bunkie was, well, you know, the name that I always called, she always called on the phone. But um, she, uh, she said, yeah, she comes here all the time and just sleeps her time away. And the CEO's like, you're going to get a number two. I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not coming back. He goes, okay, we'll see. <laughs> you know, part of me wants to go and say, see, I didn't come back, you know, yeah. but... Um, and, and they would tell me, cause I told them what I did. I go, you know, I gave that bracelet back and I still had to pay for it. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I said, nobody told me that. I would have just kept it. Yeah. And they're like, no, that's what they, they make you do that. He goes, Cindy, you're not supposed to give stuff back. You're not even supposed to tell them you have it. I'm like, well, I don't know. And then they're like, Cindy, you're so nice. Just stop drinking. <laughs> you know, quit getting in trouble. <laughs> and so, I mean, <clears throat> I, you know, there was a woman in there that had embezzled hundreds of thousands of dollars from this doctor she worked for because he was a, a butt. She mm-hmm. said he deserved it. I'm like, well, now you're in prison, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> and um, <clears throat> I remember I was smoking then. And um, I went, I had my cigarettes, but I didn't have a lighter. So I walked up to this woman and she's like, looked, I asked for a light. And she looked at me like, you know, mean mugging me, but she gave me a light, you yeah. know. And I walked over, and, and my friends are like, Cindy, don't talk to her. I'm like, what? And he goes, she's the woman who who um, stabbed her husband 27 times and, and put her baby in the microwave. Oh I'm like, gosh. oh, I go, well, I don't want to know what any of you guys did. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I just, you know, if you're nice to me, you know, I don't want to know. I didn't want to know what my bunkie did. She was nice to me. She protected me. You know, I think she did something with children because of how she talks sometimes. Yeah. You know, but I didn't ask, and I didn't want to know. Yeah. Um, and so, and I remember I was working in the kitchen one day and this one girl says, "Ah, that's a tiny piece of chocolate cake. I'm like, you're in prison. (laughs) (laughs) And my bunkie says, I better walk you to our room because she's probably going to beat you up. Cause you, I go, cause I didn't give her another piece of cake. Yeah. I'm like, that's just stupid. (laughs) She goes, Cindy, you can't just be doing that. Just talk to Edna. I'm like, okay. And I remember this one time because um, the judge says, you cannot get in trouble, yeah. you know, right? Don't get written up because then you're going to have to do your 18 months. And I remember, I, I don't know what was I was thinking. I got up and I started walking in the hallway. And then Lynette's like, get back in here. And I'm like, I, I looked up and there was a guard at his desk looking at me. And I, I'm like, beep, beep, <laughs> beep, you know, walk backwards. And the next day, so I couldn't sleep. I'm I'm going to get written up. I'm yeah. going to have to do 18 months. I'm going to have to tell my husband that I was in the hallway. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> so the next morning I walk by him. He goes, good morning, Melcher. You know, and I'm like, morning. He goes, enjoy your breakfast. So I go get breakfast. I come back. I'm like, thank you. And he goes, for what? I go, okay. You know, I walked away, <laughs> yeah. you know, so I'm like, <sighs> but yeah. But even then, so I'm in prison, right? That should teach me something. But yeah. I didn't. He, she didn't make me go to meetings. She, I just had to not get in trouble. Okay, you know. And so, I was a total. I was gone for seventy-seven days, and I know this because your dad counted them. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't know. <laughs> and um, so I, um, I remember when they said Melcher, 
bunk and junk, that which means you're, you're done, you yeah. know. They're, and so I, I said, oh, I got to go. And I'm saying goodbye to everybody. Like, nobody does that. What's wrong? <laughs> he goes, you're, you're always smiling and you're going to say goodbye to us. You know? and like, honestly, I was like, we're going to miss you. <laughs> and so I told everybody, because there's a bunch of stories. And <clears throat> I said, one day I'm going to write a book. And I do plan on it one day. Yeah. You know? And there's this one lady, she goes, here's a number. I'm like, she goes, you know, if you ever need anything, like need people gone. <laughs> I'm like, just like on TV? And she goes, yeah. Oh, you know, God. so I tell your dad sometimes, I got that number. <laughs> Watch out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's in my box of Marysville stuff. You know? <laughs> but, oh. and so, yeah. Well, I mean, they're going to, it was, and so, and I was drunk within a month. Yeah, because yeah. back then. They didn't, you know, the the probation, you know, they didn't they didn't have breathalyzers. They didn't do all kinds of other stuff, you know. So, um, but it wasn't until I got that DUI when you had that party, when you were helping me with, yeah. <laughs> and um, that I that that was when you know I stopped because I'm like I can't. I saw the look on your dad's face, and I'm like I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Um, but like by that time. My hands were shaking in the morning. I had to drink so I could put my makeup on. And so, <clears throat> and if you're a drug addict and you stop doing drugs, you get dope sick and you feel like you want to die. Yeah. It's very painful. That's what I've heard. Um, but you won't die. If you stop drinking abruptly, like as much as I was drinking, I could have died. Oh, really? I could have had a stroke. Mm. Um, so the next morning I wasn't sick. And, you know, I had been praying all night. The next morning I wasn't sick. And that's when I decided, you know, I had to devote my life to helping others because I never got. And I didn't want to drink that morning, you know, and I was very grateful because I wasn't sick, you know. But it did, you know, it was it was hard. Sure. You know, yeah. um, but I realized what had happened, you know, and people like, you didn't get Nope. Mm-mm. Didn't get sick. So that was a miracle. Yeah. That was a God thing yeah. telling me that I had to change my life. So... And yeah. you did, and I did. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, it's uh, it's been it's cool to obviously I know a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. that you, we've talked about, um, but it's cool to see that. Uh, it's also cool to know at some point Mateo and Lillian will know all that stuff, uh, and I don't you know when they figure that out. I don't mm-hmm. know. You know, it's not like one of those things you're going to sit down and be like, all right, now listen to me. This is what uh, I did. This is what I did. Yeah. So I mean, they don't even know. Anything about Buddy, right? So, mm-hmm. like, as they get older, to, for them to understand all this stuff and to figure out, you know, all these things that happened, mm-hmm. you know, as it happens when you're a kid, right? right? If you learn about your parents or you learn about your grandparents and whatever they did, you mm-hmm. know. So, it's exciting to, like, be able to see them, like, go through all this discovery, basically. Right. And figure all this stuff out. And then what does somebody look like? I remember I, I gave a lead at a room full of lawyers, Um because uh, a friend of mine had asked me to do it, and he was, and he, and after I was done, you know, he goes, "I always thought you were hot, but now you're hotter because you went to prison." Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't know why that would work, but okay. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, uh, thanks, thanks for coming on the podcast, Mom. Yeah. Uh, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. One thing, though, before we go, can you? I, I forgot to grab the box out of that blue bag. Take your headphones off, though. I don't want you to. Oh, okay. Because we got to do that. Oh. The, you're okay. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to do this one question thing. I forget. I forgot that I've been doing. And that, yeah, right in there. Yep. Okay. The the blue box. The blue box. 
There's one in there too. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna. So this is the YouTube only segment I've been doing. Uh, I don't know if you noticed it or not, but there's these like five five minute videos where I'm trying to get more traction on the YouTube page. Okay. Um, so again, uh, th- this will be this will be like we'll read the question out, so people then go to the YouTube page, find the uh, this video where you would get your answer. Okay. So there's three there's three kinds of questions in here. There's icebreakers, there's deep questions, and there's deeper questions. Oh my! So if you get an icebreaker, there's less icebreakers than everything else. But if you get an icebreaker, you gotta do it. You gotta do an icebreaker and another one because mm-hmm. icebreakers are like what's your favorite ice cream? Okay. So it's real easy. All right. But if you pick one of the other ones, then you just do one. Okay. So pick one and then just hand it to me. You're gonna read it because I don't have my glasses on. Yeah. yeah I'll read it. <laughs> okay. So, uh, <clears throat> so this is the deepest we can go is deeper. Oh wow. Okay. So. Uh, so I'm gonna read the question and then we'll you know we'll pause for a second. But okay. uh, again, thanks for coming on here, Mom. Yeah, uh, I know you like telling your story and it, it's fun to learn a lot of stuff. And one thing that I'm really kicking myself for is not doing something like this with Grandma. Like oh. I always wanted to like oh, talk yeah. to her and just have stuff you know oh. on on audio to right. listen to and to know more about her. So I'm glad we're able to do this because yeah. again, later on, you know, family will want to like know all this stuff too. Yeah. So, but I appreciate it. Sure. Yeah. Well, she got sick really quickly. Yeah. So. Well, I, yeah. I, there was times where I was doing it, and then I stopped, and then the program that I did have a couple of things on, like, it doesn't exist anymore, and I didn't save it anywhere. Oh. So there was, like, a few, like, 10-minute conversations yeah. that we had on the phone. Oh. Know? So. <laughs> well, uh, she always sings happy birthday to you, right? Yeah. And that's another <laughs> thing. Like, I, they were on my voicemails, save voicemails, and now I can't find them anywhere. Oh, like, no. I have no idea where they're at. So, because there was a bunch of those on there, They're, too, out, they're and, out there somewhere. Yeah. I find them. Uh, <laughs> all right. So here's your question. Uh. Have you ever let someone take the blame for something you did, and what was it? So, uh, again, look for the answer on the YouTube page under the uh, Cindy Melcher Questions video. Uh, and she'll have the answer there. Uh, subscribe while you're there. Mom, thanks again for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. Thank you for asking. Thanks again to my mom for coming on the podcast. Uh, it was cool to be able to sit down here. I know how to break it up in two days, but uh, I, it was cool to sit here for two hours and just listen and talk to her. Like I said at the beginning of part one, you know, something I want to do with my grandma before she passed away, and I'm glad I'm able to do this with my mom for my kids uh, or for any other family that wants to hear this. And now anybody can have access to it because it's on the Internet forever. So it's uh, it's great to, to be able to share this with, with other people. So, you know, thanks again for her to her for, for coming on here. Um, thanks to Fort Meg's CrossFit for coming for helping me with the, with this podcast, helping me grow this podcast been great Uh, i like walking in here right now i'm sure you can probably hear some of the music in the background because there's a class that's going on but it's cool as as the more i'm here like people coming up to say hi you know i still plan on on taking classes i know i keep saying that i think this is probably maybe the third week that i've said it i don't know anymore uh but softball's wrapping up here on sunday so i'm hoping i can at least get out here on sunday mornings and take a class and uh not kill myself so uh i'm uh i'm working towards that but thanks to them you know check out their website fortmexcrossfit.com for any information um, as always, thanks to Cuttlefish Graphics, Real JP, Real JP Multimedia, Big Daddy Graphics, and Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab for always helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.